Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Thunderer. What do you get when you mix the roar of a motorcycle, mixed with the rumble of bass and drums combined with screaming guitars? This is Thunderer, and they have released Fire It Up, an album that is sure to please. And here is my interview with Thunderer. How you doing, my friend? Hey, good. How are you? Great. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Yeah, no problem. And congratulations on Fire It Up. Great album. Sweet. Thank you. How was the recording process for you? Uh, it was interesting because we actually tracked everything ourselves. Um, so me and Johnny um, did all of the recording in our jam space. Uh, over the pandemic, actually, so it was uh, it was cool, but it was a uh, definitely a learning process too, because <laughs> we had done we had done it that way for pre-production stuff and like demos, but we had never attempted like a full album that was going to be released that way. So it was pretty cool, but we we bought good mics and we uh, we got like good uh, recording software for the first time. Like we used to use these old eight-track units. Uh, uh, that were just so uh, so old, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we finally made the jump to like a Pro Tools. That's great. JJ, are you there? I'm here. Oh, sorry, I lost you there a second. Yeah. <laughs> um. I wanted to ask you about the tile track, but first I wanted to ask you if the CD came with a voucher because of all the speeding tickets it's going to cause. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, uh, well, Fire It Up is the, is the title track, yeah. How did that song come to you? Um, I guess uh, a lot... Uh, well, a lot of the songs on the album, including this one, were actually started with um, drum beats. So I made these beats and kind of made these drum songs where I was like, okay, this beat is the verse, this beat is the chorus, and like then it goes into this beat. And um, me and Johnny kind of wrote the songs that way where we just got together and I showed him the different parts and then we would just kind of like jam along um, and record the sessions. Uh, until he came up with some riffs that we thought fit well, and then we would be like, okay, let's move on to the next part. So we kind of ended up with these 10-minute uh, uh, jam uh, songs, where was like the parts would go on for way too long, obviously. But um, we recorded them, then I went back and listened, and I would chop it up and kind of rearrange the parts into what I thought would be like a good song. Um, so yeah, th uh, Fire It Up is, is one of those. And um, if you notice, the drum beat is, is quite unique um, for, um, for a metal tune, I guess. Uh, it's, it's a very kind of melodic and, and rhythmic uh, part. Um, and that's because it started with the drums. And uh, yeah, and then after that, we, we did the, uh, the vocals and, and the keyboards. Uh, the song uh, lyrically is really just about, I mean, obviously it's about hitting the road on your bike but it's also about 
you know, chasing your dreams and uh, just uh, escaping, really, you know, escaping uh, um, life if you feel trapped in a sense and just going out and, and going after whatever it is that you want in life. And how hard is it to pull double duty? Um, well, I'll be honest. At first, it was very tricky um, because this was my first time uh, singing on a record. So uh, I spent a lot of time uh, focusing on learning how to sing. And uh, But thankfully, I was uh, as I was learning, I was also practicing uh, doing both at the same time. Um, because I knew that was going to be the route that we were going to take. So I was like, okay, well, you better practice it this way if you're going to get it down. And yeah, at first it was very tricky, but uh, after a while, you know, the brain kind of catches on. So it, it's pretty similar just to kind of, I'm sure everybody's done this. If you just kind of like strummed along on, on an acoustic guitar and just tried to sing something over top, it's pretty much the same feeling where you, you kind of have to separate your brain. Uh, I think, thankfully, as a drummer, you uh, uh, will, myself and any drummer really already kind of has that ingrained in themselves. So I kind of thought of it that way as the brain or, or the singing just being uh, like another limb, really, because, you, you know, you're already used to doing like four way coordination as a drummer. So you're just adding like a fifth one. So, so now it's, uh, it's not a problem. It, it's come along really well. Fills are tricky. You know, if I, if I got to do a fill while I'm singing a part, uh, that's kind of tricky. But you, you can work it all out. Yeah, I truly have an appreciation for drummers because every time I ask to get behind a kit, mm -hmm. every time my hand speed would pick up, my feet would pick up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to ask if you could talk about the song Cold Tears. Yeah, um, Cold Tears is, is an interesting one. It's one of the pieces that uh, I composed on the piano uh, at first. Uh, so that's why the beginning is, is very, it, it's only piano and voice. At first, that's all the song was going to be. Uh, it, was, it was just meant to be like a, a piano vocal piece. But then after we... I was like, ah, it kind of needs to go somewhere after this. So um, I told Johnny, like, can we do something that kind of like picks up into this? Uh, I wanted kind of like a, a man of war feel to it. Um, so, uh, yeah, we, we came up with the second section. Um, and yeah, very man of war inspired. Um, and uh, and it continues on, on the lyrics also from the first part. Um, interesting that the cello solo in, in the middle uh, is all is actually just a keyboard cello because <laughs> oh, my wow yeah yeah because my my friend who's an actually great cellist was uh, was supposed to do the uh, the solo for me but uh, then you know like uh, takes over and he, he wasn't able to pull it off so I was like oh, I really wanted the cello so I tried to find the best cello sound that I could on the, on the, on the keyboard I had. And I just did it that way. So fun fact. <laughs> and into the storm, what an amazing solo. Yeah. That's, um, that's all Johnny. Mm -hmm. That, um, was that, a, a definite, 
thought of being an intro or how did it come about getting put on the album? That one was definitely a very last minute addition to the album. We, we had pretty much recorded everything. And uh, Johnny approached me and told me that he was like, hey, like, what do you think about um, adding like a guitar solo piece, you know, kind of like you would hear on like old uh, 80s metal records, you know, like Manowar or, or Ingve Malmsteen stuff or, or whatnot. And right away, I was like, yeah, that's awesome idea. And I told him, how about I add some keys to it, too, you know, and give it some more depth. Um, so, yeah, Johnny was that's uh, Johnny wrote that piece and then just kind of showed it to me. And then I, I tried to put some keys to it. We worked on it together to, to find uh, some cool key parts that would complement it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a cool little segue uh, in, in in the album there where it kind of gives the gives it puts the listener on more of like a journey you know through through mm -hmm. the album so yes <laughs> and if you had to pick your favorite track what would it be and why uh i'd be torn between i think how we roll um is probably the song that came out the best um and i really love that tune it's very catchy and uh, i think i sang it pretty well um, another favorite for me would be Dangerous Times, uh, which I also uh, wrote on the piano at first. And uh, that one is actually the first full song that I, I had ever written in terms of like all the music and, and uh, the lyrics and everything. So I, I've definitely got a special attachment to, to that song. Um, I think uh, I didn't sing it as good as i would have liked to <laughs> so that's kind of a bummer but um hey i mean whatever i still love the song and uh i'm i'm uh content with the way that it came out i wanted to ask you if there's a tour in the works uh yeah so we've got a uh, european tour uh that's gonna happen in june and uh we also have a couple dates in Mexico, uh, opening up for Udo. Um, so that's also in June. And uh, we have a uh, summer festival here in Canada that is not announced yet, so I can't say what it is, but uh, that's going to be really cool. And yeah, we're, we're hoping to add some, uh, some more Canadian and U.S. dates maybe in the fall. So let's see. And as far as Almart work, um, will the image of the character on the bike reappear in, on future albums? Ah, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, the artwork was very, um, uh, the artist, Daniel Porta, who did it, was, uh, it was, that was very much his brainchild kind of thing. Like, I kind of gave him a rough concept of what I wanted or what I thought the album meant to me, and then he kind of ran with it. So this character is, is all his doing. I think it looks really cool. I'm I'm not really sure who he is. Maybe he's the the Thunderer. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a good question. Uh, I think I need to I, I think I need to see how the band progresses and uh, how I feel about you know maybe making him stay or if it was a one off. I I guess we'll wait and see. <laughs> and I wanted to know if you could educate me and give me a band history. Uh, yeah, well, uh, 
the band really started, uh, I mean, the idea started in uh, around late 2019. Um, and uh, it was kind of uh, just a way really for me to, uh, to push my, my abilities as a singer and also to push me into songwriting, which I, I wanted to do. Um, and I didn't, I didn't have a lineup yet. It was just an idea. And then eventually I, I uh, talked to Johnny Nesta about it. And uh, me and Johnny uh, played together in Skullfist for, for about seven years. Um, so obviously very tight and we're used to writing together. Uh, we also did Johnny's uh, solo project, which is called Star Crash. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're very used to working together and we know we write well together. So as soon as he was on board, then that, that was really the start of the band when, when uh, Johnny came on board, because then I knew it was going to be something great. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, ju we just uh, wrote the tunes and recorded uh, during the pandemic. We had lots of downtime because our, all of our tours were canceled or postponed. So that was kind of a blessing for, for us because it gave us some time to focus on that project. And then we added um, Oscar Rangel uh, to do bass. And uh, me and Oscar played together in, in Operas, which is his band, for, for many years also. So, yeah, we're all very tight, very good friends. Uh, yeah, very happy with the lineup uh, and where it's going. And uh, I wanted to ask you, if you could give me your top three drummers, who would they be? Oh yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's a tough one too. Um, I really like Tommy Aldridge. Uh, I, I like his his power and his style. I like that he played with a lot of different artists too. So that's kind of uh, similar to what I do because um, I always have a lot of projects on the go. Um, I really like uh, Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater. Uh, he's got a great uh, feel to his playing and uh, uh, maybe Mickey D I mean he, he uh, another guy with like just just tremendous power and style I, lo I love that I, I like seeing a lot of passion uh, with drummers behind the kit so that's uh, it's really cool and I wanted to ask you if you could pick your proudest moment as an artist what would it be well uh I guess as an artist in general, it's it, it would probably be this this album, this Thunderer album, Fire It Up, because uh, um, it's uh, since I've taken on singing, it, it's been a whole new musical journey for me. You know, I've, I've my whole career, I've just been strictly uh, a drummer, which has been amazing, and I've always been a, the best supporting band member that I could be. But uh, now that I'm in this uh, this state of evolving as, as a musician and taking on this new thing. It's just been an, an awesome journey of, uh, of learning, you know, and, and, uh, and growing as an artist. So I, yeah, I think, I think this album is definitely a huge, huge monument for me um, as, as an artist and developing my, my skills and my talents. So yeah, I, uh, I think it's the, the beginning of a new great journey, you know, that uh, mm -hmm. obviously with my drumming will continue with it too, you know, but it's, uh, it's like a, a rebirth kind of for me. And uh, I also have to ask you, what's your bike of choice? 
Oh, well, right now I, I'm riding a uh, Yamaha Virago uh, 1100. It's a 1997. Um, solid bike. I've, I've had it for a couple of years now. Uh, I like to switch up my bikes every, every couple of years. So um, I think last season was probably my last season on that bike. I think I'm going to switch it up this summer. But uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. I'm, I'm pretty much a cruiser guy, but I like... I, ridden some adventure bikes also on some trips so i might want to switch it up but uh yeah let's see <laughs> and uh what's the best advice you've been given along your musical journey oh i i guess um i was given some really good advice by uh the drummer from this band called Vicious Rumors. Uh, his oh, name, yeah. yeah, you know them, man. Great band. Um, the drummer, Larry Howe. We, we played a, um, a cruise with them in 2019. It was called Full Metal Cruise. Uh, and this was with Skullfist. And I, I was hanging out with Larry and, uh, because he's a singer also. And uh, he was doing backups, uh, excellent backups in Vicious Rumors. But then he was telling me in other bands, he, he, does the lead and i was talking to him about my aspirations about you know singing and drumming and at that point it was just an idea i hadn't done any of it at all yet this was still before thunderer was in existence and uh he he gave me he broke it down uh, uh really simply for me from a drummer's perspective which i thought was really cool and that inspired me he told me that uh you know we're drummers so we already know how to play drums so we don't need to think about that all you need to do is think about singing and then just put them together. And I think once he told me that he, it wasn't in, in those exact words, but mm -hmm. that was the gist of it. And uh, it kind of hit home with me. I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. Like I already do know how to play drums. I just need to learn how to do the singing. And then, um, and just having like a fellow drummer just, you know, tell me that, yeah, you, you can pull it off and like, it's anybody can do it kind of thing. Um, was really great. So I still need to thank him for that because I haven't seen him since or, or been in contact with him. I'm sure we'll cross paths again one day. And I, I'm very stoked to, to be able to tell him how his words helped me. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, what can fans look for next? Hmm. Well, uh, I think they can look forward to the tour announcement that should be happening uh, very soon now, uh, the, the European tour that is, and, um, and also the, um, uh, the summer festival here for Canadian fans. I think that will be a big one. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it for now. Uh, we're hoping to do, uh, some more tours. Um, you know, we, we will want to push this record as much as we can. Um, and maybe do one more video. We've got three out already, so the, the whole record's out now already. So you know, there's uh, there's no more uh, tunes to be released, but uh, we might try and pull off another video for for one of the faster tunes. And speaking of tracks, are there any tracks that didn't make the cut on the album? Uh, there was uh, not necessarily that it didn't make the cut, but I did have another one that. Uh, it just wasn't ready yet. So um, we were working on it. I already had the, the chorus and, and the melody. And it's called Bleed For It. 
and um, I just decided that it wasn't we we were kind of rushing it. So and we already had enough for this album. So we decided like, listen, let's just put this on hold, and then it's definitely going to be on the next record, and I think it's going to be a banger. So let's hope. <laughs> And what's the best way to get merchandise from the band? Uh, best way is just off of our web shop. We, uh, we run it ourselves. So uh, it's uh, a big cartel shop. So I think it's thunderer.bigcartel.com. But you can also just go to our social media, like our Facebook or Instagram. And the link to the shop is there. Um, and we've got everything on there, some T-shirts, patches, and the album on uh, vinyl, also colored vinyl, and uh, some CDs. So, yep, you can buy direct from us there. And, of course, the uh, the record's also out um, at retailers all around the world. So any any if you have a local record shop, you should be able to get it um, uh, pretty much anywhere you get, like, metal music from. Excellent. And I also wanted to ask you if you could give a message to your fans. What would that message be? Well, first of all, just thank you so much for uh, for everyone that supported the record. We've had a good amount of orders uh, coming in from uh, all different parts of the world. And, uh, yeah, we're so thankful about that. We're so grateful. Um, we've gotten a, a lot of support from uh, the Skullfist fan base, uh, which is great. Um, it's just awesome to see uh, uh, to see people supporting music so much, and uh, and also uh, through Bandcamp, which has has been amazing. Just seeing how many people will will just discover new bands on there and just be happy to support them. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much. And yeah, we've got so much more in store for you. We uh, we want to deliver the best live show we can. So uh, yeah, if we're coming to your town, like uh, definitely. Come out, say say what's up to us. Um, we we want to meet you, and uh, yeah, we want to hang. <laughs> and finally, I wanted to ask you: um, We're going through all kinds of crazy times between COVID and war and everything. I wanted to ask you if you had any thoughts on the current state of things as they are right now. Hey, dude. So sorry, man. It got disconnected. I didn't know how to get back in. <laughs> no problem. Um, I just wanted to ask you, lastly, uh, yeah. we've been going through a lot of rough times with uh, COVID and this war situation and everything. I wanted to know if you had any thoughts on that you wanted to share. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, definitely some scary times, eh? Uh you know, let alone with, you know, just coming out of the pandemic and then all this war stuff is happening. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely scary. Uh, I feel a lot of, um, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, of pain for the, uh, for the Ukrainian people and what they're going through. It, it's absolutely terrible. Um, and it also, uh, makes us feel very uneasy about uh, going out on tour in Europe, and um, you know. Uh, there you are, JJ. Hey, sorry. I think I that's cut all right. Yeah, no. I I was just saying, you know, it's uh, 
we we hope that the the Russians will will back out of there and and you know that they they figure something out you know and, and get some kind of peace thing going on. Um, like for us, for our our distributor has actually uh, pulled everything from Russia, you know, so which is a huge bummer, you know, because uh, you know you can't blame the people over there, and it's no, it's yeah it sucks that we can't. You know, reach uh, our um, our Russian fans anyway, and like even last I heard, was like they, they don't have access to uh, Instagram or, or Facebook or anything like that. So it's it's really terrible. I've got some some good friends in Russia also. So um, yeah, it's just a bummer all around. But uh, hopefully the the craziness just ends soon. And I don't know if you've heard, but um, if you get a chance, uh, click on the D Snyder site. There's an actual uh, gonna be an actual show to uh, get the news to the Russian people as to exactly what's really going on. Oh, really? Okay, that's cool. Nice. Um, so if, click on there, and any any support you can give them with that it would be greatly appreciated. I'm sure. Totally. Yeah. Well, I wanted to thank you for speaking with me. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thanks a lot, Rob. It's been, it's been great being on here. And I hope you'll keep me updated on a new news as it happens so I can get it out there. Hell yeah, man. We'll do. All right. Thank you again. And you have a great rest of your day. You do, dude. Later. All right. Later. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.